Hello everyone, I'm here with Brooklyn Anderson, the president of BSCF, and we're going to talk a bit about her leadership style today. So, start off, what would you say the, the mission and purpose of BSCF is? Um, yeah, so I would say the mission of BSCF is to create a very safe space for students of color to find community. Um, we specialize in three areas of events, um, spiritual, social, and um, advocacy events, and so that kind of um, includes how we involve you know the greater black community in Walla Walla how we engage with our churches so Berean Fellowship is a really big part of what we do um, and then how do we get engage socially with all of our students um, and yeah our mission is just to really also support um, and bring awareness to what black culture is how you can be a part of it even if you're not black um, and yeah those are kind of our purpose and mission all tied together so what made you want to give back to the community through BSEF um, that was actually a really interesting process for me. I definitely, um, my freshman year I wasn't involved at all and then my sophomore year um, they asked me to step in as the social VP and um, what kind of made me decide to do that was just I saw how much fun the cabinet was having and so I would go to their events. We have a barbecue at the beginning and at the end of every year and like mm. That event was just crazy, and I was like, wow, this group of leaders looks like they love what they do. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, I need to be a part of that. And so yeah. when I did start my first year as like the social VP, I realized how much fun it is. Um, it introduced me to a whole new demographic of this campus that I hadn't been introduced to before. Mm -hmm. um, and then along that process, I, where I realized myself giving back mm -hmm. um, to the community, I would say, is when I saw some problems that needed a voice and I think sometimes it takes certain voices to bring awareness to those issues. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I saw myself stepping in because I had kind of created um, enough networking on my own freshman year and with different organizations outside of BSCF that I kind of saw myself bringing in um, some voices and some perspectives that hadn't been brought in before. Mm -hmm. So how did you develop as a leader from the time you first started uh, or first joined BSCF to now that you're president? Yeah, so when I first started, I would say I, in my own head, I had decided leadership wasn't really for me in college. So in high school, I was definitely your average, like, involved in social, involved in um, all things class president. I was very involved. Um, but when I got to college my freshman year, I wasn't... You. Sorry. Um, when I got to college my freshman year, I decided to just kind of see what was happening. I didn't want to get involved. Um, but by sophomore year, when I started getting involved, it was more of just a fun thing, and I met a lot of new people, and I kind of, I think, I took in a lot. And by the end of the year, they started placing new responsibilities on me, so I stepped up. Um, and then that summer, they were like, we need a president. And everything kind of fell apart because most mm. of the cabinet graduated, mm. and they're like, we don't have anyone. Can you do it? Yeah. And I didn't really feel comfortable with it at first. Um, when I first went to a meeting, the one of the girls actually asked me, she's like, are you even black? Um, and so for me, I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, and now here I am, president. So that yeah. was like a really weird thing for me to even be like, is this something that this group will be okay with? Um, because, you know, there is such thing as colorism in the community. And so yeah. I kind of wrestled with that. But so I would definitely say I started out as more of a consumer. I was taking it all in my fresh, my sophomore year. I was observing the culture. I was um, plugging in where I could, and I came with yeah. new ideas that I think um, – were really helpful and that's why the club kind of asked me to step in the next year as president um, but of course COVID yeah. that was the year of COVID <laughs> yeah. so I would say um, I like to say it this way I was the most discouraged I've ever been 
because I decided that my leadership style was going to be very innovative. Okay. Innovative. I wanted to make the club from just like a small thing to like a big thing. I wanted us yeah. to be on the same reputation, the same playing field as like business club. Mm. Um, but with COVID, that yeah. at first didn't seem possible. Yeah. Um, but luckily, my team and I, we were just so sure that we wanted to make that happen and that we were growing as a black community even just mm. so much between those two years um, that I kind of took it upon myself and my leadership style to just make sure that everything we did was very intentional. Mm. And so we were one of the only clubs doing events. Um, yeah. We were like, hey, we can't do events indoor on campus. Let's do them outdoors in nature, yeah. which, you know, imagine taking the black club camping <laughs> or hiking. And like, those are things we did and like yeah. clubs don't go on those types of trips. And so I decided, okay, where are we like missing areas? What need can I fill for students? Um, and that's where I saw myself like finally stepping up. And even this year, um, the building blocks happened last year during COVID when other groups weren't mobilizing. That's when we were setting yeah. the foundation for this year to be as, as good as it is for our club. Um, and now I would just say, um, my leadership style is finding people to keep this going hmm. because I'm yeah. very worried about graduating um, until I found those people that I know they're going to be able to, you know, sustain this club and sustain this momentum. Hmm. So. Well, you did an excellent job of that. <laughs> Thank you. So what would you say is the most important lesson or, or lessons that you've learned through your different leadership positions you've had? Hmm. I think in terms of leadership, the most important thing I've learned is that you are, you, you have so much more um, effect on your team than you know. Mm -hmm. And if you are discouraged, if you are frustrated, if you are impatient, if you don't care, they will not care. Mm -hmm. And I really internalized that my first year as president during COVID when I decided this wasn't going to be fun. It's not what I signed up for. This isn't what I want to do. Hmm. And I was discouraged. I was visibly yeah. discouraged. Um, everyone in the teams online, you can, you can tell, hmm. you know, no yeah. one was excited. They didn't think I cared. Um, and I was also dealing at this time with an all male in-person cabinet. I had hmm. one female um, officer, but she was back home. Yeah. So when we did get to meet in person, it was like all these guys and None of them were excited. I wasn't excited. And so I had to look at myself and I was like, well, what's worked in the past for my leadership? Hmm. And what's worked is when I'm really excited hmm. um, and when people see that I'm passionate about something. And so hmm. I would say I definitely walked away with the understanding that if you, aren't, if you don't care, your team doesn't care. Yeah. And the group of people you're leading won't be excited about your events unless you're excited about those hmm. events. So what, what did you use to bring yourself out of that position where you weren't feeling that motivated to now being just just so passionate about it? Um, I think the biggest thing that kind of took me out of that rut was just deciding, um, well, I'd say reflecting back on why I even decided to do this. <laughs> so I had really just been so impressed with the leadership um, my freshman year when I wasn't involved. And I was really also, um, I had the opportunity to work for Azu Social to my yeah. sophomore and junior year. Loved that experience as well. And the consistent thread was I loved who I worked for and I mm. loved that when people came they were so happy mm. I that's one of my biggest like joys I'd say yeah. motivators and so I had to look back and say okay I'm discouraged right now because it's not what I signed up for it's not what I pictured it didn't meet my expectations um, but why did I sign up for this I signed up for this mm. to make sure that specifically people of color had a place in a space to have you know, social and spiritual and um, advocacy events that they hadn't had before. Hmm. And so when I kind of reflected back on that original reason, I was like, Brooklyn, what are you doing? Like, get it together. It doesn't matter that 
you didn't everything didn't line up perfectly like mm -hmm. everyone in the world right now is disappointed yeah. so if everyone's disappointed this is your time to mm -hmm. really make a difference and so I was like other other people aren't doing it if you can just get yourself and your team out of this mentality of we are a victim of COVID, mm. um, then that's kind of how we'll stand out. And so I think, yeah, I'd say that. Mm. Well, that, that's really inspiring because it seems like the whole essence of your leadership revolves around empowering other people. Yeah. And that's really cool. Thank you. Uh, can you talk about the theme, Black Joy, and how you hope to bring the campus together around it? Yeah, so Black Joy um, was a theme we settled on actually kind of last minute. We mm. always knew that the tone of last year due to the BLM movement was mm. very um, was very hard and was very mm. heavy. And even our program, you know, we got a lot of praise for our Vespers this year, but mm. last year I think was just as valuable, but for a very different reason. We were, mm. you know, very strong and careful with our words because of the climax of the country mm. at that time yeah. and the turmoil. And so this year we were like, okay, we're, we're done with that. We've moved through that. Now let's celebrate our culture. Let's celebrate our community. And we have so we have grown so much as a community too, like let's bring highlight, a highlight to that. And so that's where kind of black joy we ended up settling on. So we started as just celebration. We're like, that's yeah. not very original. Um, and so that's how we got to black joy is what do we want to emphasize this year? Um, and what we wanted to emphasize is like, it's not just, you know, the historical black oppression. That's not yeah. the narrative that we want to just leave people with. Although yeah. there is a time and place to have that narrative. Yeah. Um, we wanted to make sure that there was joy, music, celebration, food, and that's kind of what we centered all of our events around um, for mm -hmm. the month too. So what does black joy mean to you and, and the message you're trying to show, like, show people? Yeah, um, I would say for me personally, black joy means that I'm not, that I'm comfortable in my own skin, I would say. Mm. Um, I think for me personally, that's a, a very big thing because, you know, going to a PWI, a predominantly white institution, sometimes mm. it can really be intimidating. And mm. I came from Florida, which is very diverse. And then I came up here to Walla Walla mm. and people were like, oh, I'm sure you've heard of the black face. And they're like, you're not gonna like it there. Um, and so I kind of came with these preconceived notions. And so for me to go from, freshman year being mm. kind of having those fears yeah. um, until into now and like we have this growing community like our mm. club is the largest ethnic one it's like yeah. wow I'm seeing so many people that are so happy and proud to just be in their own skin and that mm. doesn't necessarily even just mean black that means yeah. whatever it is you know because we also have LGBTQ in our community and we have people that you know would not be involved if they weren't experiencing some of that joy and so for me, it's it's black joy because I've had to kind of had that journey on campus of like, I'm a little hesitant to be this way, I'm hesitant to be that way. But now I've kindly, I've kindly kind of finally come around to just, you know, I'm comfortable in my own skin and that's why I'm also joyful. Um, but as a club, I would say black joy is, is partially that, but it's more so changing that narrative. A lot of times we feel that um, people feel beat over the head with, um, the stories of oppression and the stories of injustice, which again, not to say those things mm -hmm. aren't important. They are so incredibly important now more than ever. But in that same breath, what we felt we needed as a group of students mm -hmm. was to be joyful because last year was hard in every mm -hmm. sense of the word hard. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to make sure that black joy to us meant we are enjoying Black History Month. We are enjoying our events and, and the community is having a good time. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
that concludes all the questions I have for you. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, I'm glad you wanted to chat with me. I like sharing about our club, and it's important to me, so thank you. Thank you.